Okay. This is episode, what, eight-ish? Um, yeah, that sounds Eight-ish. good. That sounds good. Okay. <laughs> 8.5. <laughs> February 27, 2011, 8.5-bit, episode eight. I'm your host, Stephen Lamb. With me here tonight is Ian Maddie. Warning, tonight's episode may cause spontaneous laughter, spontaneous spinal decompression, and redness in the face. Listen at your own risk. And Arrow Reed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ian, you make me laugh. Sometimes. I warned you. <sighs> oh, God, my spine. <laughs> okay. But hey, hey, at least you didn't spontaneously combust. That is correct. That is correct. All right, so unfortunately, uh, JD will be on a temporary hiatus for the interim um, due to something or other. But yeah, so how are you guys doing tonight? I can't complain too much. The Oscars are on, and somebody already has dropped the F-bomb. Um, nice! Live on TV. Yeah, it was uh, Melissa... Um, I don't know what her last name is. She was one for Best Supporting Actor in The Fighter. And uh, she was oh, up there. And was like, yeah, I saw... Um, Oh, what's her name? Girl won last year. Saw her up here, and she made it look so fucking easy. And she's, oh, sorry. So, it's quite amusing. Yeah, I don't really watch Oscars, but okay. <laughs> uh, anyone care about the Oscars? Not <laughs> really. Besides Ian? No, no. Uh, I don't really care about them. Uh, they're just on. It's the only TV that's worth, on, worth watching right now this evening. All right. You know, Sunday night. You know, that's all, all the best TV is on. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Errol, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I uh, see you're not away from us this week. No. Um, the- Why didn't you tell me? I needed to prepare, man. I was all yeah. ready for you to be AWOL today. Well, I was all ready for you guys to do this on Friday and not Sunday. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Friday. It's Friday. That We're just, just posting late. Just said it was Sunday, but okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> breaking the fourth wall again there, Errol. I did nothing of the sort. You had already mentioned that it was Sunday because of the Oscars and the fact that, you know, you're talking about the Oscars and every, it, just, you're backpedaling, Ian. You're I'm not backpedaling at all. I'm pedaling forward. I'm a progressive leader. Not a conservative, <laughs> but progressive. Like Progresso. That's good soup. And the insurance is good, it. too. Is it Progresso soup? I know it's mm-hmm. delicious. Yeah, Progresso Explosions. soup and Progressive insurance. All right, then. Moving on. New releases for the week of February 28th, 2011. Xbox 360, Rock Band 3, MIDI Pro Adapter. That's uh, not out yet. Apparently not. But, yeah, that's what Amazon says. <laughs> and we trust Amazon? I trust Amazon for all my needs. Rift Collector's Edition. That's that MMO, I think. That, yeah, yeah, some yeah. sort of MMO. Uh, I've heard some good things about it. I haven't really seen anything about it, but there's a lot of positive talk in the, on the yeah. interwebs. You know that uh, Control-Alt-Delete, their last three or four comics, was actually Rift-based. Yeah. 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 Uh, Fight Night Champion for Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. That comes out on March 1st, so Tuesday. Is that rated. that, uh, that M rated one that's yep. coming out? Where you start in prison. That was M. I wonder why they rated M. Probably because of the rape scene. Yeah, you know. Included with it is a copy of Shawshank Redemption. And uh, <laughs> the only part you actually get to watch is the part where he gets raped. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see that for some background information to the character. Yeah. So you're actually playing Andy Dupree in the game? Um, yeah. Uh, Rift, nice. non-collector's edition. <laughs> or Windows, <laughs> Vista, Windows XP, Windows 7. Rango for Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 and Wii and DS and everything made under the sun. Is it coming out on the PS2? Yes. Okay, PS2 is not dead yet. Actually, no, it's not. Not according That's to Amazon. I was just lying. That's what I do. I lie. <laughs> uh, PlayStation Move sniper rifle gun, so you can have more plastic shit to go through your plastic shit. Absolutely, heard it's pretty a pretty decent uh, attachment. It looks half decent from what the, what are the pictures I've seen. Not that I'm going to pick it up, but 
you know, I'm a sucker oh, for there's plastic awesome crap. picture on Amazon. It's like a guy wearing black khakis and dress shoes, and he's got this like camo shirt and hat, and he's in the position to like start shooting people at this thing. Looks pretty badass. <laughs> nice. Sketch kind of. He's got this awesome belt on too, which is apparently not holding up his pants because it's attached to his jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's the way that uh, they roll. Yeah, I don't know which military he he's from. I don't want to be part of that country though. Hope it's not Canada. <laughs> and we got Brunswick Bowling for the Xbox 360. Yeah, uh, Rift, Rift sixty day game time card thirty four ninety nine, which is pretty standard. And Photo World for Nintendo DS. Apparently, you take pictures of the world. That's awesome. Just take a photo of yourself, couple and your friends, decorate your photos, email and print your photos. Use over six hundred fifty icon frames to play. To create unlimited personal fun photos, save, share, and email your personal fun photos. Have a hinkling, it's about photos. Alright, so nothing good coming out next week except for maybe Fight Night. Well, there's a Disag- Dis- Dis- uh, Disgaea? Disgaea Afternoon of Darkness that's uh, coming out on uh, for the PSP. How come this stuff is never on Amazon? Because <laughs> Amazon <laughs> sucks. Amazon is great. Uh, there's uh, there's also Mahjong Quest for the Takal for the DS. Uh, it's a re-release, that's why. Ah, yeah. and there's a an, another Disgaea game, Absence of Justice for the that's PS3 a reprint as well. Oh, okay, uh, I didn't realize that they had uh, they missed out of those. I I still have one here. It's still sealed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I played it. Dead Space 2 Severed DLC is coming out. Sweet. Yeah, that uh, drops on Tuesday. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops First Strike DLC. That comes out on, what is that, like Thursday it looks like? I don't even know. <laughs> There's a few more uh, hard games coming out. Uh, Puzzle Expedition for the DS. And uh, probably the most um, you know uh, monumental game of the year so far. Chuck E. Cheese's Sports games for the Nintendo Wii. And uh, My Little Restaurant for the DS as well. Oh, you gotta love that. Yeah. Fate of the World is even coming on. And the Flying Dutchman. And Dawn of War 2, Retribution. Yep. Ah, oh, uh, sweet! Perfect World International Genesis. What the hell is this thing about? I have no idea. <laughs> it's probably some stupid game where you, you know, create the beginning of the world. And then you bring it down. It says, uh, with Perfect World International Genesis... Players can look forward to a plethora of new features and content, including the introduction of the Earthguard race, two new classes with over 24 new skills, four expansive lands, and customizable guild bases. I've never heard of this game before, and this is apparently some sort of expansion pack. <laughs> awesome. And don't forget the Minute to Win It for the Nintendo DS. That's coming out on the 2nd. So a day later than your average release. So it means it probably will be pushed back a week. Yeah, probably. All right, moving on <coughs> to the news. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking I was going to let you do this one, Steve. You know, I yeah, whatever you say, you you just drop the ball, and you're not you can't admit it. <sighs> All right, Sony demos 3D dual view split screen gaming. Two players, one full screen. Do you guys know how 3D uh, technology works? Yeah, yeah. You go to the no, movie theater, you get the glasses, and they, you know, they enlighten me, Stephen. Essentially, it flickers at one rate in one eye and a different rate in another eye. Your glasses or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's giving you a different image in both eyes and giving you that stupid 3D thing that makes me sick. Yep. Apparently, they're working on a thing where uh, pretty much they'll flicker one complete screen on one person and a completely other different screen on another person. That way, you can actually play. Uh, Two different uh, screens on one screen. I think that'd be two full cor- screens. That would yep. that would trip me right the hell out. Like I would, I, I that would be something I have to see to believe. 
I mean, they'd almost have to run a, a game at like 30 frames per second. They'd also have to quadruple that because they'd have to block out uh, one person's entire vision while the other person flickers back and forth so there's no overlapping on it. So they'd have to run it like, you know, 120 frames, I would imagine, on the TV. Uh, let's see here. The technology works in a similar way to Jaguar split-screen television. On, on a dashboard that pays television to the passenger in the car and a map to the driver. Uh, see one player want to see his full movements, but see his blah blah blah. Seen directly in the screen meant we saw both images, so yeah, it had to be at an angle as well. It looks like that would make sense. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, unfortunately, no word when it will be available. I'm guessing this is probably going to end up being a prototype for a very very long time because mm-hmm. no one has 3D TVs. Because yeah, if you have that much money, you're stupid <laughs> or rich, <laughs> you know, or rich. Why, why you got a nitpick? Yeah, Errol, what you, what's your problem today? <laughs> that actually would be pretty cool. That actually, yeah. Like, the whole thing with split screen, it's just, it gets annoying. Yeah, I agree, because you get the, the lesser real estate. What I find interesting about split screen is that nobody really complained about split screen until, like, the HD TVs came out. Because back in the, the day, I mean, I can remember playing Mario Kart uh, for split screen on one 27-inch uh, CRT screen. And nobody complained about that. Yeah. Well, people, uh, like, uh, as we've grown older, we get more spoiled. It's pretty much what it is, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Moving on. Next story is from GameIndustry.biz. Sony cuts USPSP price to 129 which would be like 150 140-ish Canadian. Yeah, about that, 150 Yeah. Sony is cutting the price of the PSP in North America to 129.99, effective February 27th. The cost will also receive... Another 13 new titles on the greatest hits favorites range, priced at $9.99. The PSP PSP system sets standard for complete portable entertainment and continues to be the premier destination for gamers on the go. That's a lie. And said Tim Bender, Senior Vice President of Sales, Skia. Nearly six years after its initial launch, demand for the PSP remains strong. That's a lie. Well, not if you base it... Not necessarily. I mean, if you base it, you look at uh, Japan alone, um, they still gobble up PSPs like there's no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, apparently everyone in Japan owns like four DSs as well, though, so I really wouldn't use Japan as a benchmark. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> like, per, like per square foot, there's got to be at least like 10 DSs for Japan alone. <laughs> per, 10 DSs per square foot. Well, I'm not sure. I, you know, I would almost say that you know, it might be more uh, PSPs in that regard because of the number of special edition PSPs they release compared to the number of special edition DSs. Uh, they seem to be in higher quantity uh, of the PSPs rather than the DSs over in Japan. See here, the PSP has sold more than 23 million units in the U.S. and 67.8 million worldwide. Here this year, Sony announced a successor to PSP to NGP due around Christmas this year. PlayStation branded phone, Xperia Play, is also due out in April. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Uh, 67 million units worldwide for a system that many developers have kind of left abandoned because of how easy it is to hack. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much any firmware you have now, you can hack. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, by looking at it in that sort of a comparison, it was a, a smashing success. Yeah, I mean, that's more than like the Xbox, the Xbox 360, and the PS3 that have sold together combined worldwide. So, if you look right. at it in that sort of a, a, a context, I mean, that's a really good, really successful system. Yeah, but you, as long as you don't compare it to the DS. Yeah, because like I said, 10 DS per square foot in Japan. Yep. <laughs> that, that's a fact right there. Well, there's uh, like eight DSs, in, or yeah, about eight DSs in this house, in my household here, uh, between eight myself, my trophy wife, and uh, my roommate, JD, who is unable to be here with us today. You people make me sick. Hey, I only have one. <laughs> my trophy wife has one. JD makes JD. me sick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one's from Joystick. Uh, Castlevania: Lord of Shadow wins best original game score from music film music critics. The Oscars still haven't—I don't know what that word is—even deemed to give awards out to video game characters. But the International Film Music Critics Associated more than open-minded, and among their 
Awards given out in this past week was best original score for a video game or interactive media. The winner goes to Castlevania Lord of Shadows. Congratulations to Oscar Arrojo, who got to take home the iffy. No, we just made up that name. That's just Joystick trying to be funny. Uh, let's see. So, video games winning awards. Well, yeah, I think uh, let's actually have decent. You know, congrats to to video game you know, winning that. I still haven't played that game, so I can't really comment on the score of it. It's on my uh, to play when I don't have anything else to play list. Yeah, I haven't actually played it either. It's uh, I'm sure it's very eerie. Oh, it's the type of music for a long time. But okay. <laughs> and on the other side of things, video game being awesome and artistic, we dare <laughs> have a spicy evening. Ariel, are you going to buy We Dare? I don't have a Wii. Ian, are you going to buy We Dare? I'm going to buy We Dare for Ariel, so you can go out and buy a Wii. Actually, I'd trade that shit in immediately. <laughs> So, for those who do not know, We Dare is a sexy, quirky party game that offers a large variety of hilarious, innovative, and physical, sometimes kinky challenges. The more friends you invite to party, the spicier to play. So, pretty much, it's a minigame collection where people do stupid things, and it's supposed to be kind of flirty, and yeah. This, uh, it, I yeah. think the kicker is that right now it's on the Wii, but it's also uh, coming up for the PlayStation Move. Yeah. I but think, not Connect. Yeah. Um... Well, like the whole controller thing, right? They actually need the controller, apparently. So you can put it down someone's pants and slap them. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to just slapping someone <laughs> you to connect. Yeah, if you watch the trailer, yeah, there's like some soon-to-be cougar lady. <laughs> a controller down the back of her pants and bends over this really young guy's knee. He's got to be like 17. And he starts slapping her in the ass, pretty much. Yeah, it's kind of awkward, because the guy seems like he's the game and the best. And Steve, you wear yeah. vests. This is, they're at a dinner party or something. I don't freaking know. Yeah, it's a, this is a game if you've ever wanted to find out if your neighbors are swinging. Uh, invite them over and uh, see how it's at. Then, you know, at some point, the guy comes back and has a big sort of thing. Slap. one point, there's the girl just slapping the other girl. I think that's a pretty good one. There there is no controller in her pants. <laughs> so it's just girls slapping each other and guys laughing about it. Obviously, I'm pretty sure they're gay. Uh, yeah. Uh, no release for, uh, for North America at the moment, apparently. It's rated Peggy 12, though, for Europe, which is 12 and up. <laughs> that just really seems like a bad idea. Not, not only... Like the marketing of this game, but just the whole concept. <laughs> concept. Yeah, the concept. Exactly. This is this is what makes me embarrassed to be a a gamer. <laughs> it's like you know, this is art. This is fun. This is fun. Or, you know, this is more than just playing around. Then you got this. Yeah. <laughs> that title makes me think of it. Something that you'd find, um, like some back. Shady Alley, you know, peddling it, saying, "Hey, come here, come here, come here, I got something for your Wii." Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah, right. Uh, something that might have came out of Japan, but actually, Ubisoft, a bunch of French people doing it, which kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. I mean, the the one thing that you know, I think is the timing on it. This is all wrong because gamers still are, although we're not gamers in general, are not as uh, stereotypically socially awkward as they have been in in years past. I don't think they're to the point where they can they can invite over their equally socially awkward uh, friends for a swinger party. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, everyone has a Wii, though. <laughs> or at least all you, all you white folk do. Except for Errol, obviously, apparently. Well, he's black. Obviously. Yeah. Well, he could be black. What? What? You know. And that just proves he isn't. <laughs> Pretty much. Alright, so that made me puke a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> and I couldn't get through the whole thing myself. It was just yeah. too disturbing. Yeah, that's just terrible. And last on the docket, we got uh, from Kotaku. Here's the 3DS already running on an R4 cartridge. So 3DS came out in Japan. When did that come out? 
That just came out uh, on Thursday, I think. Yeah, I think they shipped like 20 or 200,000 units. They're all sold out. And they have been hacked now already. Got 24 hours since release. Here's Nintendo 3DS running Notorious R4 Flash Cartridge. It's not that much of a surprise. Probably doesn't even qualify as a hack as a 3DS is fully background cut with DS cartridge, essentially what this is. But this says that, you know, that yes, for those who backed up regular DS cartridges, they have fully and legally purchased. The device will work on 3DS and 3DS games, which come on a cartridge that is a that is 2 gigabytes inside, shaped differently, remain as far as we know, uncracked by day zero. So you can run your pirated crap on the new crap. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I find that quite, you know, surprising in that regard, that, uh, you know, um, so, like, the PSP is so, like, openly cracked and hacked wide open. And, you know, the the DS is now equally as open, but Nintendo hasn't taken anywhere near the lengths of, uh, that Sony has to try and lock down the system. Well, like the amount, well, I, nah. the amount I mean, that it's you still can actually, out there. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty far out there still. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much no matter what you do, your system's going to get hacked within the next, like, week or two after it gets released, so it's really not a big deal to me, personally. But, yeah, it happens. Yep. Well, well they, on the topic of uh, like you know cracking down on hackers and that, apparently Sony just recently uh, nailed a guy in Germany. Um, did a like full style raid on the place, took a bunch of his stuff. With the Sony that. police. Uh, with the with the German police, and there was a Sony uh, rep- representative there with them. Was he holding that move sniper rifle? <laughs> I think it would be quite uh, appropriate. Fuck, man! You just made me spit out my tea! <laughs> Ruining Errol's computer one show at a time. That'd be awesome. I would approve of that. Me too. Luckily, I didn't. Alright. So, that will do it for the news this week. Uh, what you guys been playing? Oh, let's give Errol a go because he was uh, AWOL this week. Alright, well, I've been uh, kind of going back and forth between uh, Alpha Protocol, New Vegas, and then, I mean, and today I went through the demos for Dragon Age 2 and Yakuza 4. Stock Dragon Age 2 first. What do you think so far? I'm enjoying it. They the they tweaked the combat system, made it a little more actiony. Yeah, a little more actually, a little more console-y compared yeah. to... Because the first one was really geared as... It was like a Neverwinter Nights, but on a console. It was geared for towards PC players, just the style of combat. Yeah. So it was weird. I'm trying to... I'm like hitting A, and I'm waiting for him to... Act. Oh, shit, you mean I gotta, I gotta keep on hitting A? <laughs> Otherwise, you just don't attack. So it took me a second to realize that they had actually changed the controls. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of yeah, it's a lot more actiony and constantly for sure. It's like if you picked a rogue, one of the moves is like doing a flip and shit. Yeah, evade. <laughs> they they John Wood it pretty much. No, I wouldn't say they John Wood it. There's no wire work. There's no guys jumping through the air sideways with two gats. Well, of course, there's no wire work or guys jumping through the air with two gats. This is Dragon Age. It's a fantasy game. They can't have wire work for one because it's you know. Magic. They so don't need it. Flying. They don't need wires. And gats, of course, they're not going to have any gats. You know, they might have like two crossbows. But that would that'd be, be pretty that, ridiculous. You get two it, shots and then you're done. It takes two hands. It takes two hands to reload a crossbow. Kind of useless. <laughs> Unless it's one of those like mini crossbows from Assassin's Creed. Huh? Huh? I don't know if those actually exist. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Just like the plasma cutter, huh? Yes. Dickhead. <laughs> I still say it's not going to happen enough throwing plasma. Okay, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to wait until until my friend gets back to me on this before I... Okay, okay. I, that, that's, from my experience, we're not throwing plasma anytime soon. I never said anytime soon. You were saying that the, the technology was completely impossible. Just like this, the speed that it would move at, it would cool down the plasma too quick. It'd end up changing back to solid or a gas or whatever the hell it is. It, it would de-plasma ice. 
Okay, anyways. <laughs> Off topic there a little. Uh, Jake, <laughs> did, you, uh, did you play through it just once? Did you go through all the classes or what? So what? Did you go through all the classes or just No, I, I just grabbed it today. Um, I did the, uh, the Rogue. Yeah. Next, I'm going to do Warrior, and then I'm going to do Mage last. Yeah, I played the Rogue and the Warrior. I wasn't too interested in the Mage. But yeah, the really action-y, kind of cool. Yeah. How do you think it, they've done? I mean, the, the one thing that I... My biggest complaint from uh, Dragon, War, Dragon Age 1, um, besides the roller coastering difficulty, was the controls of it. They were very spotty at best. It, at yeah, time. it plays a lot better now. It's a little more geared towards console, and it's a little more, uh, more reactive. So, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, it plays a lot better now. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, myself, I, I didn't play it at all because I, I was looking... You know, I saw it come out, but I'd have no real interest in playing the demo yet because a game that that, that expensive and large, playing the yeah. demo, unless it, it's like unless okay, it's I just, just the opening the sequence hour, yeah, like the first hour of the game for myself, and now I'm gonna have to play that through a second time. Like I'm pretty sure that was the opening sequence that you do play in the demo. Mm-hmm. It's like about ten minutes long, and it jumps you like probably like halfway into the game, just to another battle. But yeah, it's probably about 20, 20 minutes long to actually play. Uh, doesn't actually take that much away from it. No. No. Uh, one thing I did notice when I played as the uh, warrior, he's pretty much, yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah, well, he has this one move that he just spins in a circle and everything around him just explodes. <laughs> it's Can't complain awesome. about that. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yakuza 4. Yakuza 4, I was actually, compared to the Yakuza 3 demo, I was very disappointed in this one. All it was is a showcase of the fighting styles of the four playable characters. That's it. Am I correct in saying all you do in that game is press X, 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 or square, 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 triangle? Not <laughs> only. With the, the fighting, yes, you're right. No, you also yeah. hit L1 yeah, occasionally. or uh, Yeah, you're right. You hit L- L2 a lot to center the camera back so you can see what's no, going no, on. No, L- no, L1 is block. I did not block a single time in that demo. <laughs> no, neither did I. Neither did I. I mean, I picked it up, uh, I started playing it, and within minutes, I was like, I couldn't, because I played Yakuza 3, I, I recognized not only, A, the character models from Yakuza 3, but the, also the animations for some of his power attacks, or I'm not really sure Well, what yeah, I, um, It was almost well, I mean, identical. Ca- I mean, Kazuma has the same moves, is going to have the same move set, and they'll probably expand on it a little bit. But I mean, I was more intrigued about the, uh, the other three playable characters. I mean, there was. Um, the homeless guy? Well, yeah, there was like the homeless guy, the young guy who was the smallest of the group, yet he was like the, the, the big, like, heavy punch brawler guy, which makes no sense. You'd expect that the homeless looking guy would be like the, you know, like the big, you know. Like, you know, he gets two, maybe three punches in a combo, but he's slow, but hits heavy. No, I, that's the wrestler. There's a wrestler? Yeah, the wrestler guy that faces off against all the suits. That's what he kind of uh, reminded me of. I remember the young guy, the homeless guy, the guy in the suit with the spiky hair, looks like Dragon Ball. I'm pretty sure that's the main guy. Then I don't remember. Yeah, well, Ka- Kazuma was the last one. He's the one with, like, the red, the, he wears, he has the pop collar. Okay, the, the, the very first guy? That's the one you're talking no, no, about? No, no, the very last guy. Yeah, the very last guy is the guy in like, the suit. And who is the very first guy? He's not the homeless guy. No, 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 no. no that's the, the guy, guy who just uh, is all with uh, kicks. Okay. Yeah, the first guy, I can't remember his, the character name, but I'm pretty sure that guy, he's the... Um, he's the... Um, Sensei. Uh, no, 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 he's the... Hot dog cart vendor. Shut up. He's like the boss of the, the entire man. family in, the, in Yakuza 3. Okay. No, he- I'm the boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I just can't remember his name. His name's like Daigo or something like that. Daigo Umahara? He plays video games. I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, you're supposed to be a resident Yakuza expert. It's been a while since I've played it, all right? I haven't touched it in, the, in about a month or so. Well, that's, you know, I haven't touched it in almost, I'd say, you know, seven, eight months, maybe even a year. See, your knowledge of this should be well more versed than mine. I can't remember one character's name. That's it. <laughs> well, uh, back to the fighting, because that's pretty much all the demo was, is that you yeah. basically fight a group of enemies. Uh, the 
in different skins, like different skinned models, but all identical otherwise in four different locations. Um, I'm not sure if my game bugged out or not. The very first fight, I was fighting guys who were half the size of regular people. Um, did you guys fight midgets? Yeah, I think that... <laughs> no, no, I did didn't. not fight midgets. <laughs> you, hear, hear, you heard it here first in Interwebs, uh, the Yakuza 4 game. Midgets you broken. Broken up on shipping. <laughs> <laughs> get, well, get your copy today. <laughs> you guys have a firm release date for that yet? Because then the demo just says March 2011. Uh, I haven't bothered to look for one. I mean, uh, the, the game honestly doesn't in, in, interest me at all. Well, like I found the, I thought it was actually going to be a bit of a story when I played it, but there's no story in there. Yeah, but that, yeah, it, it a, seemed a little one-dimensional to me. Yakuza three, you mean or four? Uh, four. The combat in it. It's yeah, the combat. Like, is- it's pretty much the combat you've seen in like games in early 2000. Yeah, it was incredibly one-dimensional. It was you know, just absolutely awful, I found. Uh, and they just reused a lot of the power moves from the, the third one. And this was even before they got to Kaz. I recognized it from, you know, the even the, the first guy who's like, his fighting style is all kicks, but as soon as you, you do one of his power moves, it's like, oh, I recognize that from the third game. Well, yeah, there's only so many gut ways that you can stomp on a guy's face while he's on the ground. I'm well, sorry. I mean, they, you know, being that they're different characters, they can go about it in a, a different animation set, move set, rather yeah, than the identical one from the previous games. I mean, the, the, the things that I took, I remember most vividly about uh, Yakuza 3 was, one, you're taking care of orphans instead of going to save your friends who are in uh, <laughs> battle. Uh, two, the, the story was... Eh, kind of wishy-washy. It didn't make sense. It didn't really flow very well. There was very, pacing on it was inc- incredibly bad. And and three, you'd wander around the streets of Okinawa or uh, Tokyo. Yeah, uh, and every now and then, you someone would come up to you and say, "Hey, I don't like your suit. Let's fight." All right, Errol. Here's your chance. Defend your game. Well, I can't argue with that last point. It's yeah, kind of you walk around until somebody's like, Hey, buddy, you looking at me? Rah, let's fight. Yeah, and the kicker there is you could be walking in the entire opposite direction. You never see this character, and all of a sudden he runs up behind you and says, Hey, you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was going this way. Well, I don't like you. You've never met me. <laughs> I haven't said anything to you. I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> okay. Ariel, defend your game. <laughs> why, uh, why, is, why is it good to, in spite of these issues? Or why, why, why are you interested in it despite these issues? Despite those issues, it's, it's an interesting storyline. I mean, yeah, it, the writing is not the greatest. I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, I'm, I, I can't defend that part of it. it doesn't have the greatest writing i mean the storyline is a little cliched like they well, all were well, well, all video game storylines yeah cliche so yeah i mean it's i just enjoyed it it's good fun and it's I'm, fuck man i don't know all right it comes out march 15th oh march 15th yep so two weeks ish Ish, man! Like March is a heavy, a heavy month for video games. Yes, it is. What's coming out in March? Dragon Age Two, uh, Deus Ex: Human Revolution. No, nope, that actually got pushed. That got pushed. Fuck! Yeah. I got pre-ordering on that shit. No, that got pushed a, a while back. As far as I know, it, uh, it got at least till April. Oh. I don't really know exactly when. Originally, it was set for the twenty-fifth, wasn't it? Let's see what I can find out here. Yeah, I mean, I'm not certain. I'm, gonna check it, e- I'm checking EB. Yeah, cause it was originally supposed to be uh, March 8th, and I don't think that is uh, still the case. If it is, I, that'd be great, because I'm looking forward to that game as well. Yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. You know what game I'm looking forward to? Man vs. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that would be awesome. It's got a picture of bear on it and everything. Oh, shit. It says release date July 1st. Yeah, see, it got pushed. It got, I don't even think it has an actual release date yet. No, it's a, I'm looking out on the EB. Deus Ex uh, Human Revolution Augmented Edition, Square Enix release date 0107 2011. 
Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Though. I think that might just be a placeholder date. Oh. So I've noticed that in a lot of uh, a lot of them that they've pushed forward that, that uh, they didn't know about because uh, was it June first? No, July first. July first. Okay, let's see what day is that. Uh, July first is a Friday, yeah. and uh, in North America, no games come out on Friday. They always come out on a Tuesday, and July first is also uh, national holiday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I mean, I think that you know, I think it's a place where it wouldn't really put much uh, paint, much. Uh, but yeah, we got March eighth, Dragon Age two, Major League Baseball. Some people like that stuff. Yeah, some people do. <laughs> Uh, Homefront, so there's a lot of hype behind that guy. MotoGP coming in again, top spin. Homefront, yeah, yeah. With, yeah uh, with Homefront, apparently the pre-order bonus, uh, at least for the PS3, if you order it through, I believe it's EB, you get like a headset with it, like a wireless. Uh, Homefront uh, with bonus. Da, 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 da. Uh, Crisis Two, Dynasty Warrior Seven, because they didn't need six more of those games. Okay, no, for Homefront, the PS3 uh, bonus is this pre-order Homefront and receive in-game multiplayer resistance pack for three advanced unlocks, plus the GameStop exclusive pump pack Shotgun 870 Express. Yeah, so you get uh, you get an in-game shotgun. Uh... As this is an MP unlock pack, get a head start and a multiplayer with this comprehensive one-day unlock pack. Activate the recon drone to spire over the battlefield. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, no, it's not to like um, the bonus is just in-game stuff. No, there was a uh, a special one that you could order. I, it was uh, it varied from place to place. I well, I'm looking e- at the EB game, at the EB website right now. Yeah, so. this, this was something that I found on uh, uh, Kotaku a few weeks back. Uh, might have been, if you, might have if been if you, US then. Yeah, uh, if, if you pre-order, if you ordered it specially through. Um, EB, you got a, a wireless Bluetooth headset. If you went through Best Buy, uh, you got a <clears throat> a um, what was it? A not a wireless headset, but like headphones with a, a mic attached to it. Okay, so a wired headset. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, and then you you can't uh, can't discount a beastly frantic photo. Or um, I know DS. it's um, not um, it's not coming out not this coming week but next week. Uh, Shogun Two Total War for PC. That yeah, sounds like a, a waste of my time. You sound like a waste of my time. Then why are you even here? Because Steven. <laughs> Thanks, Errol. Thanks. Hey, all right. So oh, uh, one thing uh, for all those collection hunters that are out there, uh, there's a re-release of the Super Mario All Stars Limited Edition copy that's coming out again. Uh, that's on March 13th. This is the last uh, re-release of it. The first one, uh, you, if you want to get a copy of the first run, you can go on to EB and get it for about ninety dollars right now. Uh, this is going to be um, again for thirty bucks. So, uh, so um, March 5th released. A release date March fifth for all PS or PS three three sixty and and uh, Windows Duke Nukem Forever Balls of Steel edition. Oh, that's yeah. coming out finally. Yeah, March fifth. It's coming out this week. Is it? Yeah, March the fifth. I thought there'd be more hype around that. Thought that would be on uh, Amazon. <laughs> no, I'm looking at directly from eb.ca or GameStop.ca. Yeah, Duke Nukem Forever Balls of Steel Edition with bonus by Take Two Interactive, hundred bucks. But you get first, okay? Uh, you get exclusive DLC pack, Duke's Big Package, and the First Access Club. The Big Package is an ego boost. Okay, increases the strength bar right from the beginning of the game. That's May fifth. Big head, or that's May third. Not yeah. March fifth. <laughs> okay, well then it has it, then it has for Deus Ex Human Revolution a, a release date of January seventh. Because if it's if they're going day month year, then for Deus Ex they have a release date of January seventh, two thousand and eleven. Yeah, that was the original the- release date for Deus Ex. Then it got uh-huh. pushed. Okay, yep. it is sitting at. TBA 2011 right now on Game FAQ's GameSpot. 
yeah, they, they didn't give an actual uh, release date. But um, I think one of the the most important releases, at least to some, that uh, we're totally just skipping over is the release of the Nintendo 3DS that uh, comes out on March 27th. Yeah, not really too interested in the 3DS. I think I went over this already. <laughs> yeah, can't say I, I really. Either. I could really give. I couldn't give two shits about Nintendo in general. Yeah, me too. Anymore, they yeah they just don't release anything good anymore. Yep, I agree. They've uh, they've kind of dropped the ball. It's yeah, sad. sad, sad Nintendo. All right, Ian, what you been playing? What's on uh, your mind? What you want to talk about? I have been playing uh, Bulletstorm. Um, it's a surprisingly fun game. Uh, if you've played the demo at all, uh, you'll know the basic gist of it. Uh, the, the big catch of it is skill shots in which you're uh, basically killing people. Kill with skill is the tagline. Um, like you have a leash which is reminiscent of um, Bionic Commando's Bionic Arm in that you can grapple people and pull them towards you. Then you can then kick them and blow them up in the middle of the air, kick them into stuff such as uh, giant cactuses or, or et cetera, et cetera. Uh, one thing that I'm really loving is the, the dialogue between the characters. It is, I've had uh, many a moment in my play with, time with it that is laugh out loud funny. It's uh, a lot of fun, a really good game. I'm not going to say any of it here on the podcast because I, I think that might detract from the humor in the game, but uh, it is really good. I would strongly recommend everyone go out and rent it at the very least. Uh, I do think that people can fly deserve it as a buy, though. It's a lot of fun. All right. Like, I played a demo. I thought I got pretty bored after about 10 minutes. It's not, you know, doesn't get tedious or repetitive or anything like that? No, no, it isn't. They keep uh, changing it up. Like, there's uh, uh, probably a good 100 different skill shots uh, that that you can do. They vary from weapon to weapon. Uh, the regular, the primary fire and the alternate fire of the weapon, the using the, the leash, the environment, kicking people, sliding. Um, <clears throat> and it doesn't all unlock right at the beginning, or when you first get a weapon, you don't. Uh, it doesn't unlock the alternate fire to it right off the bat either. It, but it is a, a great deal of fun, I think, the, especially the, the storyline is fairly straightforward so far. Um, but the the writing and the interactions with the characters in the game is really quite amusing. All right. Anything else you've been playing? Um, hmm. Not anything really. No. I mean, I picked up Bullet Storm, and that's what I've been playing recently. Um, haven't been playing much else other than that. A uh, bit. Of, Logged in a bit of angry, angry Birds uh, time today. I haven't been playing that in a while. But uh, uh, what about you, Errol? Have you played Angry Birds? Yeah. No, I've not, and I shall never do. I never will. Not really. Not really. Do you know what Angry Birds are? The birds that are angry. <laughs> Apparently, at pigs. From what I've read on the um, the PlayStation Network synopsis. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, myself. Uh, I've been playing Marvel, obviously. Um, oh yeah, uh, that's the other one that I played a lot of. Sorry, there, Steve. I'll let you go on with your thing. Backpedal. Yeah. Backpedal. Hey, no, go ahead. Go. Uh, what's your uh, your well, take on Marvel now? Um, I, as I said to uh, JD, my fellow roommate, um, when we first played, I said, you know, I'm not. This isn't a game that I'm willing to pay full price for. Um, through connections, I was able to pick it up at a discounted price. Um, and uh, from your glowing, re- your glowing reviews of it, you and uh, JD from last week, I decided to plug in a few hours, uh, go through the mission modes, try and find a, a trio of characters that, uh, that I could play with either some proficiency or, at the very least, I enjoyed playing. Um, I have gone through the mission mode of every character, uh, unlocked three of the four, so not every character, just the, the final unlockable character I have not yet uh, gone through the mission mode with. Played, played and completed at least half of uh, all of the mission modes, so each one, each, 
for those who haven't played the game, mission mode is you have the character and you're given either a move or a combo to perform on that dummy character, and that's pretty much it. You have 10, 10 challenges and progressively uh, challenge harder difficulty. I have completed over 160 of these uh, challenges, uh, have the trophy to prove it. And I can say that, uh, no, not for me. Um, the game, uh, the, I took my, this, I went, that's what I did first. I went through all of that. Then I decided, okay, now I got a grasp on this. I will take you know, a trio of characters and I will go in and I will play the arcade mode and see if I can pull off any of these combos. And it just came down to a button mashing festival uh, in the arcade mode. Um, the the combo system reminds me of a lot of a mix between the Street Fighter combo system, where it's all based around timing, and the Mortal Kombat combo system, where it's all based around the order in which you push the buttons. Like say with Mortal Kombat, you hit button one, two, three, four, five in quick succession, and you can step back for a second or half a second while your character pulls off the entire combo, just as long as you hit it in proper order. And with Street Fighter, it's all about hitting the button at the specific time. Now, what they've done with MVC 3 is they've mixed them both up in that as long as you hit the buttons in the right order, your combo will be pulled off. Now, with some characters like the Hulk, you'll have to like I found with this, uh, the generic pop-up combo, like uh, medium-heavy special to pop them up, because it, even though you, with most characters you hit medium-heavy special and then up and then medium-heavy special to finish it off, you do that, the, those six buttons with any other character, and it'll just roll off. But with some characters like the Hulk, you end up having to hit medium-heavy uh, medium and then wait, pause a second to hit special or just hit special mash on until he pops him up because there is that timing aspect so I think that the four button combo uh, four button system uh, moving away from the six bus button system was a bad mistake uh, it doesn't work well on uh, in my opinion with arcade sticks it works really a lot better with the fighting pad but with arcade sticks it was a failure in my opinion um, I'm not feeling it don't care about any of the characters none of them play well none of them really work at all, uh, the mission mode, and although you mentioned that you know to play it through, I get a more an appreciation for the combo system and all that. It just didn't. It fell apart for me. I mean, I don't care about the the, the combo system. I know how to do them. I know how to pull them off. Like the the basic, you know, start on the ground, hit uh, with the light, medium, heavy special pop up into the air, then the like the light, medium, heavy special and knock them down. I can pull it off easily, very simply, very smoothly, but it doesn't show you how to use the characters. It doesn't teach you how to use them, how to play them, how to play to their strengths, how to defend against their weaknesses, what moves do what, because they, even, they don't even showcase each and every move that the character has. It, it just showcases one or two of those moves and then uses that, then goes on to more advanced combos, which are and some of them are absolute, absolutely ridiculous. So it was really kind of disappointing in that regard, but I have to say it's definitely not a game for me. Okay. Well, now it's my turn to try to defend my game, since Errol had to do it for his. Yep. Okay. So your complaint mainly is the system itself. You think that the combo system is broken. That doesn't work. Uh, not entirely, no. I think the combo system is there. I think that the, the, the amount of time that you have to put in to perfect the combo system from someone who is not great at, great at them, like myself, uh, is overwhelming and a real barrier to entry. For myself, I found that the combo system, although it may be perfected there to some degree, the game doesn't do an, any good at teaching you how to, how to play the game. When you say you tried to actually learn the moves, did you pretty much go through mission mode once, do the combo once, and say, yeah, I'm done, I know how to do this now? No, no, I mean, like, I I would be able to get, like, the, the moves. Like, I found, like, in the first few characters that I played through, um, that was the case. But as I got to the, the further down the line with more and more characters I played, completing the combos was increasingly easier uh, in the sense that, but, it, like, you know, throwing in uh, special moves, cancels, all that sort of stuff 
was became progressively easier to to do such, but it didn't give me any sort of um, play as to how to utilize those combos beyond like creating my own combos. It gave you this combo, but I it didn't really teach you at all how to create your own combos so, and how to utilize them. Okay, so like like what I'm hearing is you it, the game's not teaching you how to play. It doesn't do, it doesn't do enough. I, I it, that's my complaint with it. It doesn't do enough to teach you how to play, like how to how to do do that. Like what the the purposes of some of them, like the really high end combos, include the the character crossovers. Now the problem there is that the character crossovers would only work in most cases with the particular character that you were paired up with. So, for example, you're playing, let's say, Ryu, and the character crossover is Storm that they have for that combo. That same combo will not work with the character, let's say, like Deadpool, or for Hulk, you cannot use that same combo. It doesn't give enough... Well, like, like of course not. It's, of course it's not going to give you all the characters. It's not going to be able to do the same combo with all the characters. Oh, no, that's I don't what, that's what, that. Yeah, that's what differentiates all the different characters, right? Yeah. Um, and plus, all there's somewhat something like 36 characters-ish around there, yeah. each of them all having three separate assists doing diff- different things, and you really can't expect them to go through every single character Oh no, with I don't one character. Yeah. I, I totally don't expect that, but I mean, a bit more focus on the individual character. And a bit more identification as to their individual moves would be nice. Okay. Uh, even hey. just a, a spotlight to say, hey, try out this move, then try out this move, try out this move, so you can get a feel for what they look like, how to, how the, to utilize them. Well, that's the thing, though. You can, use, you can utilize each character completely different than what they actually can play, as a lot of characters mm-hmm. play both defensively, offensively, as lockdown or as rush characters. Um, and doing that, and actually, as the game progresses in its age, more and more of those strategies actually can be revealed as people actually play more with these characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, it's very... Like, the character Arthur, for example, he's played as a keep-away character where you pretty much fill the screen with his projectiles. But at the same time, he does have the tools to be a, to be a sufficient rushdown character. Um, if you go through the mission mode of him, pretty much it only shows most of his... Uh, most of his ranged attacks um, and most of his uh, combos are actually fairly basic, which just lead off his basic uh, fire bottle and stuff like that. But at the same time, you, do, you don't necessarily need to actually play that character that way. Uh, that's one of the best things about fighting games, though, is because you, you are in complete, you're essentially in complete control of the character. You can do whatever you want with that character within the limits of the joystick and the, and the rules of the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I, and, I totally agree with you. And pretty much, like, what you're saying is it didn't tell you exactly how to use this character. Right. I, I may be coming out, uh, uh, giving my impressions a bit wrong in that sense. It wasn't so much as how to use this character, but here's what their moves do. Here's a, a, general, a general idea of how you can work some of these moves into basic, even just basic combos. I, I thought Mission Mode did a fantastic job of that, actually. Mm-hmm. I, that, that's where I would disagree with it, because, you know... It, Maybe if you get through to the like all through to the higher end of the combos, uh, you can see that. I found that with the the, the low level to mid upper mid, it would give you an idea with some of the moves, but it wouldn't. It again didn't showcase. It didn't even show off each of the characters' basic special moves. Like the first two missions or any given character, are like uh, for example, for Ryu, uh, for Street Fighter listeners, it, one is like. Do a, a Hadouken, and the other one is do a, uh, a Shoryuken, and those it doesn't go into some of his other moves at all. It doesn't, you know, that brings in the hurricane kick into a combo, but rather, so it doesn't show like you. You actually have to go in and play a lot of time with it, which I'm not saying is a bad thing, but for someone who would like to get some sort of basic idea of how to play the game, because especially. There are so many different characters, and it's you actually have to know how to play at least three characters at a very basic level to go in to play the game again with any sort of skill uh, without button mashing. I think that's where they kind of they failed with for the the player who is not fully into the Mortal Kombat or sorry the MVC universe. Like the whole thing, like technically, like I've seen, I've and I've actually played against players online that are pretty much only sufficient with one or two characters and use their other two characters essentially as battery characters or purely as assist characters. And when mm-hmm. you actually mm-hmm. finally kill the first character, you can actually tell that they 
have really no idea what they're actually doing with the other characters, and I've actually did, done that myself, where I have no idea how to play Doctor Doom, but I sometimes I'll still pick him because one of his assists is that good. I can actually work it into my combos and stuff like that. Um, it's not a matter of knowing how to play three characters, or even, like, it's mostly how to just use the character tools that you're given. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, like, you you were saying that you didn't feel like the mission mode actually gave you enough idea of how to use the, some of the attacks. Like, using Arthur as an example again. Um, yeah, I thought I he did a, okay. yeah, I thought he did a really great job matching how to show how to use Arthur properly, using his boomerang, especially using his fireball, showing that it will actually hit a character on the ground and launch him up for, be able to launch him up again for another attack. Uh, same thing with when you get him to about mission six or seven, they start throwing in partners as well, that uh, using their assist will pick characters up off the ground if your character doesn't actually have a off-the-ground move or will continue to keep a character in the air and stuff like that. Uh, more or less, it's, you know... It does. It does require work to actually get into the game, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's that. I think is the biggest uh, barrier that I have. I mean, I I spent a, a to- total of about six or seven hours uh, just like playing through the characters and trying to to learn them. And like with Arthur again, I mean, you mentioned with the uh, his holy water how it knocks up the character and can be used in a combo. I didn't actually come across. I never actually did get to the mission that uh, would show that. Because the they don't uh, highlight that until a much later combo, where it's a much more complex um, combo, which I found was a bit disappointing. And that's what you know, like, like you know, that's what I mean by it doesn't really show you what you can play with. In that, it doesn't really show you that the like right off the the bat, like hey. Okay, you have this move, you have this move, and this move, this move, the the fire, the holy water, which can be used to knock them up. Like a basic combo showing that right off the bat, I think would have been a bit more um, conducive to players that are new to the series. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, it, it is a game that requires, uh, is very well balanced. I'm not, I definitely am not knocking it in that regard. Um, but it's for players that are new to the, the genre and to the series. It is definitely one that uh, is very, um, I guess, daunting. It is very limiting in that regard. Okay. So pretty much the only thing I just want to say really is the more time you put into a game like this, the better you actually get it and the more appreciation you actually do get for the game. Uh, some people, there is a fairly fairly large learning curve to it. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, and they, and they, they try to actually uh, steep that a little bit more uh, so it's a little more fluid. Um, but some people, yeah, they will have some issues getting to it, I guess. Yeah, I, I think they did. They, that, that was the attempt that they made with going to the, from the six button to the four button uh, uh, combo. Like, personally, I think they did a very well, good job on mission mode in doing that, showing you that here's your basic moves, here's moves that you're probably going to be using the most, and here's your basic launcher, your basics, pretty much just your basics all the way up to well, mission six or seven, where it actually starts getting more advanced stuff, where you're using your. Uh, where you're using X-Factor cancels and using your partners and stuff like that. But yeah, I understand, you know, some, mm-hmm. it's not really for everyone. Well, I found with the missions, too, uh, they, the difficulty in them varied uh, fairly extensively. Like, uh, for example, with Deadpool, his mission 5 included uh, an air juggle with a double jump in it, whereas uh, a mission 6 or 7 with some of the other characters uh, didn't include, any, like, that was where you first had the air juggle in it, and it didn't have anything as complex as a double jump. And I just found that a little well. That, that, that that's also showing the limitations of the character that you can't do a basic magic series one two three special without actually doing a double jump because of the way his the, the properties of his attack will actually push the character too far away or too far down or too far up. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Uh, enough about MVC. Okay. Well said. Well said. Fuck you, Errol. Hey, man. Nothing I'm Kuza. Okay, you know what? <laughs> you put those characters in the same room, and you know what? I'm pretty sure Yakuza would kill everyone. So he's gonna kill a. Gu- he's gonna kill the master of magnetism. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Hulk. Okay, maybe the Hulk. Maybe not the Hulk. He's gonna kill Sentinel. <laughs> Some dude in a suit's <laughs> gonna kill Sentinel? Are you fucking kidding me, Errol? No, no, I'm not. He's gonna kill Taskmaster, who's just gonna copy his moves and kill him with his own moves, including a gun? Because in Japan, it's hard to find guns. That's a big problem for the Yakuza. 
He's gonna kill Captain fucking America and Super Skrull. He's gonna kill Deadpool, who can't, who can regenerate anything. Pretty much, yeah. Because you know why? Because he's the dragon of the Jima. He can do anything. He is going to kill Albert Wesker. Oh, absolutely. Really? Absolutely. He's going to also kill the dog, Amatsaru. Really? He's going to kill a Japanese god? Possibly. And Storm. He's going to kill, he's going to kill Thor. Yeah, he's going to kill a god, Thor. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> Thor dies anyways. It's called Ragnarok, but then they just come back. It, you know, well, you Thor, is, Thor was just killed by the, the the dragon of Iwo Jima. Iwo Jima. I don't think he's coming back from that. You, you mean Fin Fang Foom? Hey, whatever you call it. Whatever. He's going to kill Dante. Is he really going to kill Dante? Dante's a bitch. Yeah, I think so too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Anything else you've been playing this weekend? Uh, no, that would uh, I played well a bit of Little Big Planet too, but not much uh, to to say there. Uh, really, I, one thing that I love about that game is how gay it is. I well, don't care. Um, is that you can sign in on under your profile? Like, if player A is uh, already playing with their profile. Player B can come along, sign in, join their game in progress on the same system, log in with their profile, and then still earn trophies. For both players will earn trophies. It's one of the few games on the PS3 that does that. Just that, like uh, the Xbox has done since launch. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, I think that uh, Sony has uh, has dropped, really yeah, uh, kind of dropped the ball a bit there. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Yeah, that's but, it. Little Big Planet. Yeah, that that would uh, pretty much sum up um, my uh, gaming time. A lot of it's been being sunk into Bulletstorm as of late, which, uh, like I say, I've been really enjoying. All right. Uh, myself, been playing Marvel, and uh, about ten minutes into Back to the Future, Episode 2. Uh, Great Scott! Indeed. Indeed. Is it heavy? Get, it's heavy. Get tanning. Is it any good? I'm only, about ten minutes in. So far, it's good, yeah. <laughs> I haven't played the first. I haven't played episode one in you now. Yeah, pretty much. I if you like that style of game, it's good. If you don't like that style of game, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, that's like the the Simon Max point and click, you know, yeah. adventures. Yep. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm iffy on those. I mean, I grew up on them, and they, I think they've had their time and uh, place, but I'm not entirely sold on them at the same time. Okay. Uh, and I've been playing a bit of Black Ops as well, and. Just remember now that uh, the new DLC pack coming up, probably play a little more of that next week. Uh, I've also been doing a little bit of reading. Uh, I actually picked up a book called uh, Reality is Broken by Jane McGongal. <laughs> it's McGarnagal? A, I have no idea how to say her name. Jane McG is what I'm going to call her. Uh, it's called Reality is Broken, Why Games Make Us Better and How They Can Change the World. Uh, do you guys read Penny Arcade at all? Yeah. Uh, did you guys see the, did you see the comic where uh, Gabe has to fix his plumbing? Yep, yep. Uh, that's actually the uh, the book that that comic is based off of. Ah, that makes sense. So, essentially, well, I'll read you the, uh, the, the, the dust cover here. More than 174 million Americans are gamers, and the average young person in the United States will spend 10,000 hours getting by the age of 21. That seems extremely high. <laughs> According to world-renowned game designer Jane McGee, the reason for this max exists in virtual worlds is that video games are increasingly fulfilling genuine human needs in this groundbreaking exploration of power and future of gaming. McGee reveals how we can use the lessons of game design to fix what's wrong with the real world. Drawing on positive psychology, cognitive science, and social... Yeah, social... Sociological. Yes. Reality is Broken covers uncovers how game designers have hit on core truths about what makes us happy and how utilize these discoveries to astonishing effects in virtual environments. So essentially, games are not a waste of time is what this book is about. Hmm. I'm about uh, a quarter of the way in. And it actually goes through a lot of stuff of uh, why we play games, uh, why people that don't play games think that playing games is a waste of time, stuff like that. It's actually a pretty interesting read. 
Um, very well written, actually, personally, too. I think it's actually part of her dissertation or something. Um, yeah, it's a pretty neat book. Uh, Canadian cover price is thirty-three fifty. Uh, pick it up if you have a chance to. Sounds quite interesting. Sounds like a decent read. Yeah, uh, pretty much, you know, maybe we're not wasting our time playing all these video games. <laughs> all right. What else is on your guys' mind? Anything else? Um, well, uh, from movies-wise, I uh, recently saw, uh, what was it, uh, Dinner, Shir- Dinner for Schmucks? I heard that was uh, a terrible movie. It wasn't terrible. Uh, I wouldn't say it's terrible. It was, it was decent. It was a good, uh, fun movie. It uh, shows off a lot of the the uh, key moments, like the key gags in the trailers, and gives away a lot of the, the a lot of the plot that you know in it. But through the trailers, you you've seen the if you've seen any of the trailers, you're constantly w- waiting for okay, this moment's going to come up or this moment's going to. Oh, it's one of those movies where you've seen the trailer, you've seen the movie. Yeah, in some regards. And you haven't seen the entire movie, and it does, you know, it still keeps a bit of it uh, behind uh, behind the curtain, but it was a bit disappointing in that regard. Um, also saw Despicable Me. Um, now, that is a movie that uh, almost, yeah, exactly as you just pointed out there, Steve, uh, if you've seen the trailer, you've seen the movie. A lot of the, 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 the gags and the, the, uh, the fun were sapped out of it because of the trailers. Uh, it was a good movie, but not not really great. A rental at best, I think. All right. See any movies, Errol? Um, I just actually finished watching Shooter about a half hour ago. It was on Bravo. <laughs> it's like an awesome movie. I love the part where she has to like do surgery on him in the house. <laughs> then he knocks himself out by coughing the can of aerosol. Anyways, anything else you've seen? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Take that as a no, then. <laughs> no, no, not. All right. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about tonight? Uh, it's been a pretty slow week in this uh, week for news and releases and the like. Uh, I think we kind of had our discussion uh, based on MVC and uh, Yakuza Four for this week. Um, I think you know something that's going to be kind of interesting to watch. At least in the newsreels for this coming week is uh, GDC, the Game Developers Conference that's going on this week. Uh, apparently, the Xperia Play is going to be uh, allowed to be hands-on with, so we should get some more news about that. Ooh! Um, hopefully, there's some exciting announcements coming up. Hopefully, hopefully. All right. So if that's everything, then I think we can call her an early night tonight, guys. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, yep. Visit us at 8.5bit.libson.com. Email us at 8.5bit at gmail.com. Read us on the iTunes store. Drop us a line, whatever. Uh, don't. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So for 8.5bit, this is Stephen Lamb. Ian Maddie. And Earl Reed. All right. Take care. See you guys next week. Adios.